Hello, hello, and good morning, federal employees. It is so good to spend a little time with you today. If you are new to this channel, this is the place where you are going to learn about your TSP, about investing, about planning for your future, about getting the most out of your benefits, saving in taxes, and much, much more. So stick around, join the community. We have a great time every time we get together. So thank you for investing yourself and being here today. Today, the episode is for those part-time federal employees out there or for those that had part-time service, whether in the past, during their career, maybe in the middle of their career, or maybe you're planning, okay, maybe at the end of my career, maybe I don't want to go out all at once, maybe I want to do something part-time, something like that. The question is, how does part-time service affect your retirement when you can retire, but also how much income you can get in retirement because of your part-time service. So, if you were thinking about this, definitely stick around, definitely watch this whole video, listen to this whole podcast so you know how it's going to affect you. So let's dig right in. And the first question that we definitely have to address when thinking about this is what counts as part-time service? What is the definition of part-time service? And luckily, it's pretty simple. Basically, if during a position you consistently work less than 40 hours a week, that is considered part-time. It's less than full-time, it's part-time, right? So that is simple. Now, the next question is, okay, with part-time service at some point in your career, how does that affect when you can be eligible to retire? So let's start with the basic FERS rules. Basically, as a FERS federal employee, you have to be age 62 with at least five years of service. That's one option, right? You have to be at least age 60 with 20 years of service. That's the second option. And then the last option is to be your minimum retirement age, which is between age 55 and 57 with at least 30 years of service. Now, your minimum retirement age is based on your birthday. So for a lot of you, it'll be 57. For some of you, it'll be a little, little before that, 56 in some months, somewhere in that range, okay? Now, those are the rules for FERS federal employees. If you are CSRS, the rules are a little different. Definitely check those out. But if you're a FERS federal employee, those are the eligibility rules to retire with an immediate retirement. If you want a deferred retirement, an early retirement, things like that, the rules are a little different and nuanced, but we're going to stick with immediate retirements at this point. Now, with part-time service, I have some great news for you. Let's say you're 57 at your minimum retirement age and you worked 30 years and the entire time was part-time, okay? The good news is, even though those years were part-time for you, all 30 years count for your eligibility to retire. So let's do another example. Let's say you had, let's say you're age 60, okay? You had 10 years where you're full-time, full-time position, everything was good. But the other 10 years was part-time. So you have 20 years of service total, but some of it was part-time, and you're age 60. You would be eligible to retire with an immediate retirement regardless of having that part-time. So basically, when it comes to your eligibility to retire, the years that you were part-time count as full years. So definitely, definitely, definitely understand that the part-time does count for eligibility, and that is great, great news. Now, now for the big gotcha of the part-time service, where it is not the best news for those part-timers out there, and that is how your pension is calculated. Now, 
let's start off with how the general pension calculation works for FERS federal employees. So you start with your years of credible service, okay? You times that by your multiplier, and then you times that by your high three salary. Now, if you wanna see that down on paper, look at articles or Google it, say, hey, how do I calculate my FERS pension? Tons of things will pop right up. You'll get tons of information on that. But basically, years of credible service times your high three times your multiplier, okay? That's how it's calculated. So, for the part-timers, your pension is calculated like that as well, but then there's a second step to it after that. And your pension is basically prorated for your part-time years. And the equation, in a nutshell, is how many years you, or sorry, how many hours you actually worked during your career, divided by how many hours you would have worked if you would have been full-time the entire time. So a simple, simple example, let's say you did 20 years of service, the entire time you were at halftime, meaning you only worked 20 hours a week. That's simple, meaning if you would have been full-time, you'd have had double the amount of hours. So you only worked half-time, so you net half the amount of hours that you would have had. So when you calculate your gross pension with the equation I, I talked about, then you multiply that, that by 50% because you were part-time the entire time. Now, for most federal employees, that's probably not the most realistic example. For most, it's gonna be, okay, well, I had 25 years of service, but five of those were part-time, and I worked 30 hours a week during that time. How do you calculate that, right? So, like I said, it's basically how many hours you worked your entire career, divided by if that entire time you would have been full-time, that is the percentage of your full pension that you are eligible for. So another easy example, let's just make the number small. Let's say you worked 90 hours during your career. Of course it's gonna be more than that, but for an example, let's say 90 hours. Now, let's say you would have worked 100 hours, okay, during your career if you were full-time the entire time. That means 90% of your gross pension is what you're actually going to get because of your part-time service, it brought down your pension a little bit. Now, I have one more great piece of news for you as part-timers, and that is how your high three is calculated. Because many of you, maybe at the end of your career, maybe you take a part-time position because you want to phase out a little slower, right? Then, in that case, your high three is actually what you would have earned if you were working full Time. So let's give an example. Let's say the last three years of your career, you worked only 20 hours a week, so half part-time, half-time. With 20 hours a week, you make 50 grand a year, okay? When they look to calculate your high, high three salary, they're gonna say, okay, what, what would he have made if he was full-time during the highest earning years of his career, okay? And for you, if it was your last three years, then your high three would be 100 grand because you made 50 grand by only working 20 hours a week for the last three years, so your high three would be 100 grand unless during a previous part of your career you made more than that. Then it would, of course, go for that because your high three is not about the last three years of your career. It's about the three consecutive years where you made the most money. And if you did part-time, it's what would you have made if you were full-time. So, in a nutshell, that is how part-time affects your retirement and your pension 
And now, hopefully, you have the information you need to know, okay, in retirement, this is what I can expect. This is when I can retire. This is when I can hang it up and plan for the rest of your life. So, I hope that was helpful. Have a great rest of your week, your day, and I'll see you next time.